Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. As uh, the playmaker once said, oh my God. Yeah. You know? Yeah, life, man. I love that guy, Michael Irving. Oh Lerner. my God. I do. God, I love him, Mark. <laughs> if I can quote somebody from no, the YouTube feed, no. and by the way, we're back up on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we're back, 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 back. Uh, go hard, Mark. No, that's yourself. You're quoting you. Yeah. Stop. yeah. What happened this week? You're giving yourself numbers. Oh, You're yeah. quoting yourself. I'm feeling, I'm in my bag, Why Mark. don't you start calling yourself by the third person? That's true. Should next. we do an interview where I'm just like, so, tell me what you think about this game. And you'll be like, well, Dan Dibley yeah. says that. Please the go for I mean, Ricky Henderson. Like, Dan Dibley loves to go Dude, third person. you're going to end up at 945. What are you doing right now? What is, are you okay over Dibber there? Claus is in his bag. And, uh, yeah. Everybody's in their bag. Yeah, that's, I, <laughs> I just went over to my bag, too. Yeah. You know what was in there? Lunch. I put and lunch a good luck in a bag. Ball. Yeah. Oh, yes. And a good yes. luck golf I didn't eat that. No, good. I'm going to keep that. Yeah. I don't even know if I can hit that. I no, think you I can't. just have to, I have to just keep that. If they lose, then you can hit it. And you can hit it, huh. and you can quit it, well, they're go- <laughs> and it's over. What's gotten into you, Dibs? What's gotten what into Dibs today? Is, are you... Dibs, what's gotten into you? No, I... I'm in my bag, I'm Mark. Not, I'm Dibs not gonna... is him. He's yeah. him. You're him. I'm Hibs. Him. He's Hibs. No, I'll be honest, Mark. I oh, am God. super... Can I just oh. share something with you of a, of a semi-personal nature? Please. I'm going to the Niner game on Sunday. You are? I'm going to the game. And on I, tickets or credential? Well, it's funny you ask that because I asked for a credential Monday before I put it out to the good people at the BetQL network from the Odyssey app. Okay. I said, hey, oh. if you want me to do the BetQL chat again, it would be fun if Guru and I did a tag team oh. BetQL gambling chat. From Cowboy mid-field. fan, Niner fan, <laughs> we could do that. Right. So I put in for a credential. Lucas, our great 
I guess he's the assistant PD. He doesn't have the title, but he's, he's got the Lucas. office. He's got the office. Right. Right. There's a chair Daniel Freisinger, Danny Fry, who is now like a VP of some sort, he left the office, and Lucas has been squatting in there, yep, yep. and apparently he's got the gig. So congrats, and I give him credit. He got me a credential just this morning. My good friend from high school, Steve Rabb, who I haven't spoken to in probably 15 years. Go on. Maybe 20 years. Go on. He hits me with a, hey, we're getting the band back together. Rick Barsotti, Tom Avakumovitz, two of my high school closest friends, Steve Rabb and the great Eric Berghoff. He's like, we're all going to the game. We got an extra ticket for you. Section 111, are you in? Section 111? That's a good ticket, yeah, that's too. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty good spot. Yeah. He's like, it's not club level, but they're good seats. And so I called him this morning and I said, dude, I got a credential, but I'm in. And he said, well, you got a credential. I'm going to give the ticket to someone else. Yeah. And then we can meet up and hang out anyway. So I'm going to have a virtual high school reunion before the game at Levi's. Who's the other person? Who's a, who's a, who's a person? Don't know. Uh-huh. Might be Clark Nelson. Yeah. Could be Dave Lewinsky. Yeah. Heck, it could be Joe Gallagher out of yeah. nowhere. I, can't, I couldn't go to this game even if I wanted to. Could but, uh, be Otto Avakumovitz, yeah. the older brother of You're Tom Avakumovitz. You're making up names at this point. These people aren't Dude, right. yeah, seriously. Who did you... Did you... Did you like go into school and you're like, all right, I'm only gonna be friends with you if you have a really weirdo name. Rick Barsani like, is from the well, he's okay, cut yeah, from he, the he, Deep Chen. So yeah, yes. like uh, that I get. What'd you call him? An Abramowitz or what? What? Avakumovitz. Ab- he's Hungarian. <laughs> That's not real. Tom Avakumovitz. <laughs> Yeah, he's a teacher, former teacher down at Homestead it. High School. I love it. And Steve Rabb, the second smartest person I've ever known. Did you call him Broccoli? Was that his nickname? Broccoli, Broccoli Rob? Rob? Yeah. yeah, no. No? But his All brother right. did rip my shoulder out of its socket, which is kinda... I feel like half the people you know, you have a story about them taking... Mike Rabb. Yeah, like, like sending you to the hospital. I grabbed a rebound like this behind my head with one arm, and uh-huh. he grabbed the ball and pulled it straight down, and I tore my labrum. Oh, All that's right. a Stephen Curry. Yeah. It was ex- way worse than Steph. You way don't worse. know what Steph He felt. had a subluxation. He didn't tear his labrum. Yeah, if he did... No, thank you. Thank you, uh, Priest. If he would have torn his labrum, he would have been out for four to Listen six to months. You sounded like Tony Parker when he basically kicked Kawhi Leonard out of San Antonio. He's like, yeah, I had the same injury. I was back in four hours. Doc like, Pandia coming up at 1130. Right. We'll talk about torn labrums no. versus simple oh. subluxations. All right. No, we won't. Dibs is asking him. Um, okay. Third person. Anyway, well, in- enjoy the game. That'll, uh, that'll yeah. be fun. Thank you. I have to do one of those. The last time I did this. Oh, no. Yeah. The last time oh, I no. did. This was when the well, oh, I shouldn't say this out loud because now if they lose, you're going to blame it on me. The last time oh, I boy. did this was when the Warriors lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game <laughs> oh, Seven. God, no, Who's I don't have fault? a choice. Well, now we have someone to blame. Do you know how hard it is when you're a diehard Cleveland! fan? This you, is for you. Like you want to be so locked in. When you have to do something else in the middle of the game, now it doesn't prevent me from watching the game, right? But it prevents me from being locked in the way that I would want, which is everybody get the hell out of here. I want to focus. I want beer, nachos, and other Niner fans and screaming. That's what I want. But that's uh, not what I'm gonna get. Sometimes this game landed on a Sunday late. I will watch the first half, and then we will essentially be on the air. During the second half of the game. So, by the way, if you want to kind of like, I'm going to try to turn as much as I can and, you know, we'll do it legally. But you're doing it from home. Of course. 
So Ephraim and I will kind of be doing like a Manning cast of this game in the second half if anybody wants to hang out along with us and watch it that way. You won't be doing play-by-play, play, but you can be. You can remark can on what's happening. We can react, and we will. Oh, so. Second at seven, Brock Purdy, the pistol. It's tough, though. Like I, It's like, a true eye. I mean, when Kyrie Sorry. hit that shot, and I had to just be on air and not cry and act like everything was fine, like Kyrie ruining my father's day, uh, it, like that was we we're on the air. And yeah. It was terrible. I'll Dude, never forget it. I, I told you my it. story about that. Uh uh-uh. I missed it. We were watching the, whole the game. We were watching the game at my buddy's house, who will remain nameless because it, it, it was his fault. But it's just one of those things. Sounds like your fault. We we had the game recorded, <laughs> so we it was paused at one point. So we were running about eight to ten minutes behind. Okay. You get to the end of the game, and with about 48 seconds to go... Somebody hit a button. The recording ran out. The recording ran out. So now it's like... Oh, my God. All of a sudden, it's like, do you want to delete? It's like... You should have said yes! They would have replayed the game! So he hits delete, and Uh, all of a sudden, it jumps to live, and Cleveland has won the basketball game. won the championship. And I'm like... LeBron's crying, and... And I looked at the screen, and I looked at my friend, and he's like... My fault, my fault. Oh. And I, I quietly walked over, oh my grabbed my hoodie, God. and walked out of the building. And just Can went home. Him another beer? I mean, what, what do you say at that point? I blame all of you. I blame all of you. Why are you watching he the He was game, the host. But why, but why? I think a couple people who were coming to watch it were running behind. So it was, you hey. can't catch up during commercials? It, it was one of those things. Again, I was not in control of the remote. Were you I was, with your I was sons a road team. team. So on, so were you with your sons at that point? Because it was Father's Day. So were yes, you, absolutely. I could not imagine in hindsight on Father's Day, like my favorite team playing. Dude. Like, I would be by myself. Like, I would tell I, the Mrs. Jade, like, no, I need to be by myself. I I'll can't do this. I'll never forget. It was one of these cute moments that, every, like, if you've ever been a parent, you, you know these moments, like, where you, you get home from work and all the kids, they're so little, they're all in the bath together. And it's Father's Day, and I get home from work, and the Warriors have lost the championship, and you got little rubber duckies floating around in the bath, and a bunch of laughy smiley, and they're like, are you okay, Dad? <laughs> sorry. No, I'm not okay. Sorry about... Definitely far from okay. Sorry about the Warriors. Quack, 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 quack. Like, I totally. Mean, that's what I walked into. And you're kind of like, I, I, I want to die? But also laugh. <laughs> Same, like it was kind of the levity that I needed in that moment. I'll never forget that. I've never experienced a game like that, and I hope I never do again. And this weekend better not be that. Right. It better not be that. And it's odd because you are going to be on the air. You're on the and air. And if it's one of those like back and forth nail biting affairs, oh it's going to be difficult. Well, and I don't think that we're going to carry your show. It because we have our own overtime show that comes on after, after the game. After the game. So you won't carry my post game, but you'll carry my end game. I wonder. Right? Tune I, in, Fox Sports Radio. I would yeah. Absolutely. I'll go confirm. Well, look, look, look. We got a show meeting today, show. so we'll find right. out. Like, yeah. They, we'll, we'll, we'll be on. We're going to so, be live. If you're local, <laughs> we're going to call it. Do we the, really? Madison's yeah. not here. Why do we have one? Stallone. <laughs> block. I've got Devone and Block lined up. Block, block, block. Shamari Block. Yeah, you're going to block, block, block me from watching this game <laughs> is what this show is going to do. You're getting, just let Ephraim run uh, hog well. No, I will. And apparently yeah. he can talk. Oh, sure. Ephraim. Which makes it an interesting combo. Well, here's the thing. So I can't see him, though. Uh, and Ephraim's got a very, he's got a slow pace. 
he takes big pauses. Not that pump fake you. Not Jim Rome, but I've learned like I let Ephraim cook because if I don't, I can't see him, and he takes big pauses. So if I jump in on all those. Then we then we then we just we trip all over each other. You don't other. do like a zoom like a for you uh-uh. and he only, uh-uh. just so you can see each other. No, because we've I mean we did this together years ago, like before I even came back home. We we did this for a while together. So it'd be like you like you think you and I could do a show together without looking at each other. Of course we could. I know your yeah, cadence. I know your rhythm. I know when exactly. you're gonna pop in. Yeah. I know exactly when I'm supposed to interrupt you. Uh-huh. And then we would be fine. And I know when I'm supposed to interrupt you. <laughs> Which is virtually all the time. You are invited to whenever you want. And you've told me that, I've and told I appreciate that. that. I've told you that. And I've told you the, exactly the opposite. Uh, Let Dibber cook. Stop. Stop, stop blocking me. You stop blocking Brock. Um, uh, all right, Justin God. in San Jose, your turn. What are you doing, Justin? Calling Willard and Dibs like a crazy person. What are you doing? Uh, no, man, just give me something to eat. Uh, how you guys doing? You know, man, we're cooking. We're all right. That's what's up, man. I wanted to say, man, I can't stand these Cowboys, man. They always trying to have the top player, all the Pro Bowls, just like the Yankees. I can't stand them, man. I really can't stand the hat. What? They didn't like T. They didn't like T.O. When he took the ball in the middle of the star, all of a sudden they want to go get T.O. Then they get uh, Deion Sanders. They didn't want to go do this and do that. This came, they're always crying. That's why they call the Cowgirls. They shouldn't even have the name of uh, American team. Like, what? Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Now the team is, now it's, it's verse. We got all the pro bowlers here and we got all the stars. Let's go Niners, man. And, and on a, uh, on my, uh, parlay, man, the Niners are supposed to, uh, beat a, uh, the bigger team and the Cowboys is the weaker team. Let's go, man. Let's go. Bang, bang, Niner game. Come on, Let's Jesse. Let's go, Jesse. Hey, I will say this because this is, and I, I tweeted it out last night. Like, tell me your story of why you hate the Dallas Cowboys. And one of the answers you get a lot is their fan base. And I'll say this. Um, you do know 49er fans, right? You do know that other fan bases think the same thing about us. I, this is not, not us. This is not to excuse obnoxious people from Texas. That's not my jam either. But what's the deal with Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> this guy. Hell, I almost knocked him out. That's not just a Texas thing, by the way. I told you that story when I went play golf in Truckee last yeah, summer. Yeah, exactly. I got that from a guy who lives in Sacramento. Just a he joke. Goes, he goes, "Where are you from? I'm from oh, in the Bay Area, just north of San Francisco." And he goes, "The Bay Area." Well, ain't that a bunch of nonsense? <laughs> Wait, where are you from? I'm Sacramento. I'm like, what are yeah. we? What are, come on, we on the same gang? Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's the Texas of Northern California. <laughs> totally. And by the way, ain't that a bunch instead of nonsense? Instead of getting mad at, at this Texas Yahoo, <laughs> he, his wife happened to be walking along with us on this round of golf. Oh, you and went so, to talk to his wife. Not only did I talk to his wife, uh-huh. I started flirting with his wife. I have a wife. She was about right. sixty-seven years old, and next thing you know, oh, Ethel, your your sweater. <laughs> Dang, you're sixty-seven. <laughs> no, 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 I had you for forty-four. That's a peach, huh, dude? Next thing you know, <laughs> I am <laughs> I am virtually all over this blue-haired biddy. Oh. And about two holes oh. later, he catches wind. <laughs> All of a sudden, now he's not so funny anymore. Uh, now that this little Californian's trying to make time uh, with his best girl. I'm going, Woody, I'm going to steal your girlfriend. Dude, different claws was oh about half staff at that time. I bet. I bet. <laughs> it you, was pretty you funny. You were in your bed. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> made a triple bogey on five. I can give a crap. <laughs> Shut him right up. Oh, I'm duffing shots on purpose over here. I'm going to hang back. That's a four for your squirt drops, Madone. <laughs> Didn't happen until the back nine. Oh, God. Hey, <laughs> point being, anyway, if, sorry. If, if your fan base isn't ripped as obnoxious, you're not really that good of a fan base. I, if, if you can't rip the fan base, you don't have one. Nobody's like, you know what? I hate Texans fans. Those Carolina Panther fans really <laughs> tick me off. I can't. It's I can't. So I cannot stand the fan base of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those Arizona Cardinals really it's rankle like, me. Right? I mean, and let's get to the big one. Damn, I hate <clears throat> Chargers fans. They don't exist. Oh, man. They don't have a fan Poor base. Evan. Come on. Seriously. I know. No, he's actually a perfect example of a Chargers fan. <laughs> I adore Evan Giddings. Yeah, and I they, love that he's a Chargers they are, fan. They're adorable. And you know, when they, they lost that game, they lost that lead, I thought about E-Dog, and I actually felt a little sad. You did? And, yeah, a lot, a lot of my best friends are from San Diego. The great yeah. Ron Ventimiglia. Not a made-up name. Stop it. Ventimiglia. Stop DiVincenzoing me. He's from the town of Ventimiglia. Do you have anybody with a one-syllable last name that you know? Uh, Anybody. Steve Reb. Oh, okay. The mentioned Steve yeah, Reb. Yeah, that's a nickname, though. His name's Broccoli. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Ventimiglia from San yeah. Diego. A lot of my good best friends are from San Diego, so my heart breaks when the Chargers do Charger things. Well, that is that is the definition of San Diego. They're adorable. Like, they think that they're, they're always like, they're a rat on a wheel. They're like, ah, LA is our rival. And, blah, 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 and they freak. It's like, no, we, you're, you're SeaWorld. We want to visit. It's beautiful there. You're not bothering anybody. Like, has anybody ever, and yes, I do still put the Chargers in San Diego. The Chargers and the Padres, sure, they've had years where they're good. Hell, the Niners played the Chargers in the Super Bowl once upon a time. But my point is, is have they ever, like, gotten under your skin? Have you ever no. been annoyed where you're like, oh, I can't stand that team. Like, Philip Rivers did his trash talking. Okay. Some people oh, like I can't stand Philip Rivers. Like, he, he was perfect for San Diego because this man wouldn't stop trash talking, yet he use cuss words. He's like, rah, 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 you, you. God, God damn it. That's yeah. right. You chocolate fudge. What I mean, like all of these things that he would just, he couldn't use the actual F word. He couldn't use. It's just like, what no, no, on no, earth? No, no. It's perfect San Diego. Perfect San Diego. Nothing has ever bothered anybody about San Diego. The guys accounted for 1% of San Diego's population. <laughs> Although they actually didn't they live moved. in San Diego. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they moved. moved. They moved. Yeah. He got some compound or something out in Alabama. You're never going to hear from him again. He's going to be like, I think he's a high school football coach. You're never going to hear from Phillip Rivers again. Um, he's gone. That's it. My guy, Lo Neal, swears by Philip Rivers, which has changed my tune a little bit. Everybody swears teammates by Philip Rivers. Yeah. Teammates love him. Just his whole act, next next time Warnberger comes on, ask him about him. He's like, okay. the best teammate he's ever had. I was in the sauna with Lorenzo Neal. There he is. <laughs> yeah, people love that guy. Which, um, there's an image, by the way. No joke. All right, Doc Pandia is less than 10 minutes away. I want to ask him about Dre Greenlaw um, and, 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 a, and a couple other things, Niners and Warriors related. We'll get to all of that. Let's go to Cole in Pleasant Hill. Uh, hey, Cole, what are you doing? Hey, honored to be back on, just uh, working away, trying to swing some deals here, thinking about uh, what you guys are talking about. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, here, here's, this, here's my, my deal with these Cowboys is that 
growing up, it was like you'd see the Montana jerseys, but then you'd see two or three Aikman jerseys to the, every one of those Montana jerseys. The fans in Dallas, it, 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 it's a lot to do with the fans, and they have they have their teams. They have the Mavericks and the Rangers and the uh, and then our their Cowboys out there. But the Rangers and the Mavericks aren't nearly, I feel like, as maybe touted out there. They're not shown off as much as the Cowboys are. And so when you see a sports fan from that area, you see the Cowboys' presence there, and it just annoys me. And the worst thing is watching, like you said before, watching Jerry Jones, his smile at the end of these games, these primetime games that we're all sitting there watching on Sunday night or Monday night, it just bothers the heck out of me. So seeing them lose, there will be nothing better than to watch it again in our full at-home sea of red Go Niners. Yeah, I, I mean, these are, that's almost what this rivalry is based on. In a way, it's it's not so much um, historical matchups, certainly not in the last 30 years. Again, outside of the early to mid-90s, what's the biggest thing that's happened in this rivalry? It's Terrell Owens knocking Jeff Garcia over to get to the star, which is kind of like, I mean, sure, it's an emotional moment. but That was it, 23 years ago. Yeah, and w- what kind of season were the 49ers even having that year? What kind of season were the Cowboys having? This wasn't a playoff game. It was just a game. They were both 1-3. and three. Going in, right? So Niners win at forty-one twenty-four. Memorable moments are are few and far between in the last thirty years. What we're actually talking about here is the clashing of brands. These are massive brands, and in your hatred of the other side is some underlying respect and or admiration because Jerry Jones has taken a team that hasn't been to a Super Bowl in 30 years and somehow turned it into the biggest brand in the sport right. that fits with his fan base perfectly. He built a stadium that is named after his first name and he's essentially the commissioner of the league. He is the most powerful person in this sport and there's really not much debating and it. And his brand is maybe the highest valued brand, despite not being oh, very yeah. good on the field. And just one quick postscript on the Chargers Phil Rip Philip Rivers conversation. Yeah. And I'll need Spadoni for game show music if you would please. One question, Mark. Which number is greater? Chargers playoff wins or Philip Rivers children? Chargers playoff wins under Phillip or all time? In the Super Bowl era. So since 1979. I know the Super Bowl goes longer than that, but they didn't make the playoffs before 79. Yeah, let's see. Phillip Rivers kids or Chargers playoff wins? I mean, you're leading me to say Phillip Rivers kids just by asking. It's close. I know Phillip Rivers kids, I think the number's nine. And... Chargers playoff wins in the Dan Fouts-Philip Rivers era. I would guess that number to be eight. Eleven. Oh. Eleven. Close. All right. And this is All right. this is pending any Philip Rivers baby news that we may not be <laughs> hip to. He does have a three-year-old son, and he's due. Philip is more due than the Chargers are. Yeah, ter- they're due for another one? No, I mean, based on the oh, math, he's due. He's due. Yeah. Well, he might have had a vasectomy or something by now. I would hope he was yeah, right. tired and go be a coach, bro. I mean, no? All right. No chance. No chance. <laughs>
Okay. Vasectomy. Uh, the road to Glendale begins now. It's brought to you by Merrill West Credit Union. Working for you today, tomorrow, together, and all guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. The guest that is coming up next is Doc Pandia. We'll get a quick thought or two on Drayton Greenlaw and some of the other situations uh, affecting the 49ers and the Warriors in terms of health right now. And then back to your phone calls at 888-957-9570. It is Willard and Dibs. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Michael Green with the Golden State Warriors. Now back to Willer and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. Okay, Jermichael, he's getting his way back onto the practice floor right now. Working his way back, back, back. And the Warriors will be back in action tomorrow in Boston. A little two-step, Boston, Cleveland to finish off the road trip. See if they can get one of them. And uh, hit the over. Yeah, and you have were a on winning road trip. You were negative, Nancy. You and yep. Steiny both yep. on the under two and a half road wins oh on this five God. game trip. Yeah, shocking that I you know. would be on the negative too. I know. Sometimes I just have to surprise you. So uh, and you did. I'm actually staying there for my the time being. Also, uh, but it's time for Claire to play. Let's take you inside the tent, get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment and bring in Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery. Dr. Narav Pandya. Hey, good, Doc. What's going on? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we are fantastic. We are in the midst of this wonderful playoff run, but that also means that every injury is magnified and nerve-wracking. So, Drake Greenlaw is playing, but we saw the back injury uh, in Vegas. He was down for a while, and he's admitted, like, not going to be 100%. And so, when he ends up down on the ground again over the weekend, I know he came back, but what's he dealing with, in your opinion? You know, I think with this time of the year, a lot of these soft tissue kind of like wear and tear injuries have a tendency to creep up. And just given the nature of the fact that they allowed him to play, this is really about pain control and to be effective on the field. So, I mean, he had 11 tackles last game, but yeah, I agree. He did look a little bit slower. It looked like he was having a tough time get up a couple times. But I think things working in his favor is, number one, the game being at Levi's. He's playing on grass as opposed to if they had to play in Dallas on turf. Turf is going to exacerbate a lot of these kind of back issues. And number two, the weather's going to be warmer. I mean, I think I'd get a little bit more worried end of January, beginning of February when the weather gets colder. So I think all those things will be working in his favor. And the fact, which is huge as well, too, is that Jason Peters is going to be out for Dallas. So he doesn't have to go against uh, a huge, you know, well-known offensive lineman up there. So all those things I think are going to put it in his favor uh, to not have that back impact him a lot. But something we need to watch as as the playoffs go on. Samson Abacom is dealing with a little bit of an ankle issue. He is day-to-day. How does this affect a pass rusher, and is it mitigated somewhat also like Greenlaw? The fa- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think they're going to be on grass. Yeah, I think the grass is the, the biggest part of this. I think with ankles and backs, that's where you're going to see the biggest impact uh, from playing on grass versus turf. And I think with, with this and with Juwan Jennings as well, too, the, the day-to-day designation is really key. I think typically with these kind of injuries, when they get that designation, it's not about do they need to wait for something to structurally heal. It's like, let's wait and see if they can perform out there given the pain and swelling or whatever degree of instability they have. So I would assume if we see them at least practice by Friday, which I think is the key thing, they can get out by Friday, then I think they're pretty good to go for the weekend. Um, and I wouldn't anticipate too much in terms of limitation. You can tape the ankle. You can have good surface on there. You're not playing on turf. So I think there should be minimal impact on them. Maybe a little bit of a snap count, but not much in terms of performance. Doc, I want to ask you about Trey Lance. And I guess it's a little bit of a, of a one-two punch of a question. One, do you think he'll be ready for OTAs? And, and, and secondarily, um, the injuries that, or I guess injury that he suffered, but the fact that there were multiple procedures on it, uh, are, are we expecting by next season or that, that Trey Lance will look normal in, in terms of his mobility? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think he's going to be, I think, based on what they're reporting, there should be no reason why he can't be at OTAs. And I think there's enough lead-in time for him to be able to get back the strength get back his mobility before the OTA start. And I think when we think about his injury in general, anytime a surgeon's for the most part, we put hardware in, whether it's an ankle or a form, we say, look, this can stay in forever unless it begins to bother you. And if it begins to bother you and the bones heal, then we can always take it out. So I think a lot of people are wondering like, oh my God, this is a huge complication. This is something that happens. And almost it's a blessing disguise for it to happen now. Because what you don't want is come next season, September, October, where suddenly the hardware starts bothering him and then he needs to get it taken out. So assuming his bones healed as they reported, they took the hardware out to deal with any irritation. This sets him up in the best position to rehab appropriately coming in the off season. Now, will there be a little bit of setback in terms of the fact that he had to go through another procedure and he's been on crutches for a while? Absolutely. But I think there's well enough time remaining for him to be ready for OTAs and hopefully be close to regaining some of the mobility back without having to worry about if that hardware is going to bother. From the hardware to hard luck, James Wiseman with a new injury, an ankle, didn't scrimmage today, isn't expected to suit up against Boston tomorrow. What's the prognosis for Wiseman dealing with yet another injury? Yeah, I'm getting a little bit concerned about this ankle injury because typically if you look at NBA players, somewhere between one to four games for most garden variety ankle sprains. And now we're getting into a couple weeks right now, so you worry, was this kind of a more moderate to severe ankle sprain? Was this potentially a high ankle sprain? Um, so it's, it, you do get concerned. You had ankle issues, you know, even before before he had his meniscus issue as well, too, last, you know, a couple seasons ago. So you get these accumulation of injuries, his wrist, his ankles, his knee, and you start worrying, is this kind of be the trend with Wiseman? Hopefully this is all just them being more cautious given his knee. I mean, he's had such a good run with his knee. We were talking about it so much last year, and it's been pretty good. Maybe they just don't want anything to flare up in that knee given the ankle, but... As the weeks go by, you do get a little bit more worried about is this more of a moderate, severe injury that could take four to six weeks as opposed to that typical one to four day, you know, one to four game timeline. Uh, Doc, playoff time. Always great to have that perspective. Thank you. No problem. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. All right. There he goes. And uh, I should mention that the uh, Golden State Warriors will play basketball tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, that uh, That's something that uh, probably should have got that in before Doc left. But the proceeding was sponsored by UCSF.
health. Yeah, and uh, Warriors taking on Boston tomorrow. Already scrimmaged today, and James Wiseman did not partake, according to the San Jose Mercury News report that I just saw. So Warriors getting set for back-to-back Boston and Cleveland, then a return home. Hopefully they return home still at 500, where they sit right now. Even if they lose both, though, the way the West is, no time to panic. No, no time to panic at all. I told you the panic meter, I threw it out already, but... Uh, yeah. but uh, I think if they win either of these games, like great trip, great trip. If you if you come back three and two with everything that, right, right well, all the factors in play, the injuries, the White House, the double back to backs, you come back three and two on this road trip. I I, I would boy, I would take that big time. Um, Steph Curry, leading vote getter at the guard spot for the All Star game. He's going to be an All Star. Would you anticipate he's the only Warriors All Star this year? Oh. <sighs> Like Clay's played well when healthy. Yeah, but Jordan but, Poole's been up and down. Draymond Green has Draymond, been quietly. Draymond is the other one who who could should maybe maybe could, should he's a could should maybe could should maybe yeah yeah yep. does he though is my question and, and I guess my my second question and by the way you are having the crown of superiority with the that's a great question from the doctor well, to get finally, one from a medical doctor yeah, too. I mean, I finally broke your streak. You'd, I mean, I thought like hot. There, was a, there was a period where I thought you were yeah. going to go like five yeah. days in a row. Yeah, I had um, it. I had it rolling. Yeah, but sure uh, does the fact that the Warriors are a 500 team factor into whether or not Draymond gets the nod? Um, does it and should it? Would, could, should, might. I'm going to say no and no. It uh, shouldn't I'm, and it won't? No, yeah, okay. correct. Just because of the gravitas okay. of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Uh, and Steph Clay Dre. Yeah. Like, they get the nod. They get all tiebreakers when you have four rings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Does Draymond get teed up in the All-Star game? Gosh, I hope so. That'd and by great. the way, he is your league leader with 13 technical fouls. Two to go? Two to go for a one-game suspension? Is that right? Three on the third one, he gets suspended. Third one. When you get to 16, okay. Okay. it triggers a suspension. So all maybe right. that's another way for him to be on hand when LeBron breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Suspended. Maybe you get, you, just, you get suspended right before. That way you can go. And I know he said on this podcast that he's okay with not being there to see it in person, but the way it looks right now, LeBron might actually break the record here at Chase Center against the Warriors. That's possible. Yeah, yeah it's right, right there. A uh, few more calls on, uh, on the Cowboy... Uh, Hatred, if you will. 888-957-9570. Those of you on hold, we're coming to you next. And then Steiny and Goo are going to jump in here as well on Weather and Dibs. It's your boy, Steiny and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Back to Willard and Dibs. And you know they all say it on this show. What up, my fans? What are you doing? I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing with uh, all your cowboy gear running around here and uh, carrying on and doing the darn thing? I wonder if he's got gear on today. I wonder. Uh? We'll, we'll find out here in about seven minutes when Steiny and Goo, or if in cowboy gear, Steiny and who? Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. We'll, uh, we'll jump in here and we will do the change over. Thank you for those of you who have hopped back in to the YouTube chat after uh, our feed was uh, momentarily lost, barreled all the way down to zero, but uh, a few hundred of you have jumped back in. And oh, by the way, remember how yesterday we were celebrating getting to uh, 20,000 subscribers? Right. We're already almost halfway to 21,000. I see that. 20.4K. So like, keep that flow going, y'all. Like, keep it coming. And again, it is completely free. It is completely 
really fun and uh, brings a completely different aspect to the show. So come join us on YouTube every single day, all of the shows throughout the day, right here on 95.7 The Game. Um, how about Colin in San Jose? Hey, Colin, you're on with Willard and Dibs. What are you doing? Oh, what's going on, guys? Just heading into work. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Not a bad. Hey, uh, real quick, little shout out to the Avakumovich family. Uh, I had the privilege of uh, coaching yeah. Tom's son Kyle in baseball, so yeah, having fun uh, putting that name on a lineup card. That was crazy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and if you put it on the back of the jersey, that thing wraps all the way around. You got to do a whole circle for the Avakumovichs. <laughs> exactly, good people, good people. And uh, funny dibs on the uh, the knowledge on the subluxation, but I'm a little disappointed we didn't get the subluxation sensation. So you know, maybe next time. But. Um, you know, real quick, just on the Cowboy fan thing, you know, and then being obnoxious. I don't know. It baffles me how many uh, born and raised California people just decided one day to become Cowboy fans. But uh, half my family is Cowboy fans. They, aside from Raider fans, are definitely some of the most boisterous. But it'll be a fun rivalry this weekend. Probably a little money on the line with the family. So I uh, appreciate you guys taking my call. Hey. And shout out to the Avakumovitz. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Colin, good yeah. luck. Good Thank luck. you for taking care of uh, young Kyle Avakumovitz and uh, coaching up the young the young Hungarians in the South Bay. Yeah, name on the back of the jersey is like a full rainbow, right? Completely, that wraps yeah. around the actual like number. Like a Saltalamachia? Saltalamachia. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing. It's like, I don't know, could we just go with one C? Maybe like just like just shorten this up a little bit? But anyway, that is another thing about the Cowboys. There are a handful of teams that are those teams that uh, people, no matter where you live, just woke up one day and decided that's my team. The Cowboys have a lot of that. The Steelers have a lot of that. The Raiders have some of that in basketball. If you grew up, if you are our age, there are Bulls fans everywhere because of Michael Jordan. Right. I, I get it. But on the other hand, and, and this is because I grew up in a big city, I, I get that. Not everybody does. But I don't even understand the idea of just picking a team that is not geographically with you. It depends like I would on... Never, ever, I would never do that. Right. It just depends on how you're raised. Because I was raised in a household where my older siblings, particularly my oldest brother, Mikey 1.0, and um, I'll say it, I despised him. Couldn't stand him. So for me... It was fun to root against his teams, yeah. pick the teams that were winning, and therefore I could say, I'm a fan of this team who wins and your team stinks, and it was a way for me to get over on him in a paradigm where otherwise I was not able to get over yeah. on him. Six years older, bigger, stronger, more physical, and uh, down to pick on me. Right. So right. for me, I totally understand how it can happen in that situation. Well, and you could also call me uh, a, a hypocrite or you could call oh, me... I have. Uh, that, that's fine. I know. It's one of your favorite words. Yeah. Uh, but no, you, you can, took the hypocritic oath. You can, <laughs> Exactly right. Yeah. That's a three. <laughs> See, let me, let me give it to you. Let oh, me a cut. give it to you, right? We'll go ahead and cut that. Thank you. Anyway. Help um, me help uh, you. You could call me a hypocrite oh. or you could say uh, I, I, I can predict the future because I raised kids in Southern California to be 49ers, Giants, and Warriors fans. Geogra geographically inaccurate. Until I fixed that dang thing. Right. And then brought them here. And, and you now slapped perfect. it up, flipped it, like, and you rubbed it down. What if they, I mean, if I had Dodger fans running around the house, especially then if we moved back here, gosh, things would have been haywire. So, 
Thank goodness that that worked out. And it obviously is a reflection of your kids' feelings toward you as a father, because if they couldn't stand you as a father, they would have <laughs> gone the other way and been Dodger fans. That's a nice thought. Anyway. No, yeah. it's just the way it goes. Yeah. And for me, it was my brother, Mike, who, you know, and I love Mike, and we've become very close over the years, but when I was younger, and I was looking for wins, as the youngest of four, I mentioned earlier... Chasing wins? Sharing, yeah, I was chasing wins, <laughs> sharing a room with two older brothers... Three boys in one room, and this was in the 70s, yeah, and it and things were rough. We didn't have a lot, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so you had to fight. In my, my childhood, you had to fight for everything, literally, and so for me, this was one of the few times where I could get, I could get W's. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Everyone's got the family dynamic, and it leads to stuff, uh, and I get that's fine, but the, but the people who are just like... I like their uniform, so okay, I'm a fan. It's just like I, I like. Hey, do whatever you want. You get to root for whoever you want. There's right. no real rules here, uh, but I do love. Like for instance, um, our caller from San Diego today. I love a good parenting story. Was like, I hate the Cowboys because my dad told me I was supposed to. Yeah, so I do. And we work with a guy who loves the Cowboys because his father. Was a Cowboy fan. Yep. Daryl the Guru Johnson. And so when Guru tells his story of how he became a Cowboy fan, yep. born out of the love for his father, who I, I believe is from Texas, that I understand. And, you know, he's been a fan since he's a kid, and he sticks by his team, even though it makes my stomach turn a little bit, like Michael Irvin makes you want to throw up. Oh, you know, I understand it, oh and I respect God. it from Guru. Yeah, I mean... I respect that. It is it is wonky and weird when you pair with the I Dallas fandom that it's also, right, it's the Pittsburgh Pirates, and then uh, who is it right. in, in the NBA... Sometimes Warriors, sometimes Lakers. I can't figure I think it out. It's a, he's a Laker fan. Okay, yeah. See, that, that's where you it, it, it feels like a puzzle that you just dumped all on the floor. It just went away. I have to ask him about it, the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirate part of it, right. because if, like, if you're from Alameda and you grew up, you know, worshiping Willie Stargell, who is from Alameda. Okay, I can see that. But and you know, the We Are Family Pirates. It all happened when he was a kid. So maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe oh. that's why Guru. And you know, Guru is probably about seven years old because I think he just turned fifty. So. Maybe that's part of it. I don't yeah. know. We'll have to ask him. Um, if, your name, April. if your name is Sal, you are somehow involved in sports radio. That's just the way it works. You have to at least be a really good listener. So let's go to Sal in San Mateo. Hey, Sal, what are you doing? How's everything going? Uh, appreciate putting me on the radio. Yeah, ma'am. Uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I've been listening to this all morning tonight. I think you guys are giving Dallas zero chance to win this game. Uh, look at the last 17 and 49 to play. I think the Chargers are the only good team you guys play. We've got two Hall of Fame offensive linemen who can control your pass rush. Mike McGlinchey is going to get has his hand full with our D-line. Okay. Okay. Oh, 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 Sal, I got to stop you there. First of all, first of all, you cannot come off of a win over the Tampa Bay Bucks and then accuse the 49ers of not playing any good teams in the last seven games and point to a Chargers game when literally five weeks later they played the <coughs> Tampa Bay Bucks and the Miami Dolphins who are eight and three and the Seahawks twice. I could do the same thing with the Cowboys schedule, but let me flip it back at you. We've been talking about hatred for the Cowboys in a historical sense. Nobody, I haven't heard anyone say on this show today that this is going to be a walkover game. I think the 49ers are going to win. I give the Cowboys a chance. I said that earlier today. So yeah, Adam is a double-digit win earlier in the week. A 10-point win. I think the 49ers win this game by 10. 
Um, but it's not disrespectful they're going to win by 30. I didn't say it. Like, Sal, wait, who said that? Don't be disrespectful. Sal's gone. Sal's gone? We ran Sal. I think Sal was actually still there. <laughs> but He's we did anything, so I turned him off. Yeah, 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 Sal yeah, is yeah. gone. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you want right? to run that cowboy smack, run it when Guru's here. Well, and okay. Guru's here. Oh, hey, look. what's up, Gil? Hi, Guru. And an Andrew Wiggins shirt. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. baby. And that's, why, and that's why you're Guru today. That's and not- a free. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 